2: Hello and welcome to the comic book podcast brought to you by the staff of Talking Comics. I am your host, Bobby Shortle, and I am here with Brian Verderosa. Hello. Steve Say. Good evening. And Bradley Jones. Hola, como estas? Muy bien.
1: Donde es la biblioteca?
3: Nope. Nope.
2: <laughs> um, this is the comic book podcast where we discuss comic books, oddly enough. Good one. Good. I know, I'm, I'm sharp today. <laughs> it's halloween though it is halloween happy halloween to everyone well if you're listening to this it's not halloween
3: it's probably november
2: it's true it It probably is is november it is november um
3: so it was halloween how was your halloween i well i'm spending it with you guys which was a a, an unforeseen bonus because uh classes got canceled today university was closed so i stayed home an extra day pretty cool Uh, bobby and i did our third annual horror movie marathon
2: true it was a, it was a double feature more it was than a, a marathon
3: it was a double feature but hey we, we kept it alive
2: yeah we watched the people under the stairs which none of us had seen neither of us had seen and then we watched saw seven
3: oh, <laughs> which I, I i completed my cycle so i'm good steve what about you
0: you're living it man this is it
3: <laughs> this is your halloween oh you are wearing pajama pants
0: i am he
2: often so- is wearing pajama pants when he comes here <laughs> i do i'm not also special. wearing pajama pants
3: I'm wearing sweatpants, so. I'm not wearing any
2: pants. (laughs) Moving on. That's the scariest thing I've heard all day. You
3: you just scared me straight.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, this week, uh, we're going to talk about our books for the week, um, and we're also going to talk a little bit about The Walking Dead.
1: Yeah, we are. Um, Oh, I didn't write
3: a review today. You didn't. (laughs) I'm sorry. sorry, world. National holiday. It's okay. It probably will (laughs) go up
1: before uh, you hear this, so. I'm not sorry.
2: Okay. Okay. <laughs> B- yeah. Uh, Brian's school was closed today because it was Halloween.
3: No, it was, it was closed because of oh, the you weather. Preschool.
2: Oh, you, t- oh, you, oh I didn't like know that. Storm?
3: No, 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 not. Yeah. I, I got an email. Yeah, New England got, got hit. Yeah, yeah. I know like, almost everyone that I know in Connecticut doesn't have power still. Yeah. And they send an email out Sunday night saying the classes were canceled on Monday, uh, both in the day and in the evening. So, uh, and to and to keep it keep looking in case they change it for Tuesday as well. So I have no idea what's going on. Oh, when I asked you why it was
2: closed, and I said for Halloween, you were like, "Yep."
3: <laughs> oh, I I guess I just thought that maybe you were like saying like on that day. Like, are we talking about the thirty first? Oh no. Okay. Okay.
2: Gotcha. All right. So, the, the Brian. I'm sorry. I lost it. <laughs> the, the, the Brian. The Brian. Should,
3: should I maybe talk about one talk of your Talk about books? one of your books, Brian. Well, uh, I had a light week this week as I, I believe. I didn't get introduced at all.
2: Oh, you, right? yes, I, yes, I did. I said Bradley Jones.
3: You, yeah, he did. absolutely did.
2: Oh, but he's asking, we didn't ask him how his Halloween was.
3: No. Oh, Bradley. How was Brian, you? read one of your fucking books. <laughs>
1: sorry. Explicit.
2: <laughs> it's okay. Sorry, don't worry about it. The, <laughs> the cuffs are off. Uh, how was your Halloween, Bradley?
1: My, I went as this Halloween as a... Uh, a uh, so salesperson
2: at at t Ooh, exciting! Um,
1: it, and was a exciting. Stretch. it was exciting.
3: Good day at work.
2: Oh, did anybody do anything Halloween weekend though?
3: No, I worked. Uh-huh. I saw Paranormal Activity. There you go. We had we had a party.
2: We do have a party. We had a murder mystery party.
1: Thirty, um, 30 minutes or death. So
2: yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, and we all dressed as Doctor Who characters. Yes, we did. I That's was cool. the Doctor.
3: The eleventh 11th Doctor. Eleventh 11th Doctor. Brian was the Tardis. Yeah. And I, I was
0: Rory the Roman. Yeah.
3: I wore a cardboard box for about 50 to 60% of the evening. You
2: did. That's true. And,
0: and he nothing had to, else.
2: <laughs> and he had to drink beer from a straw because could, I couldn't reach his arms around the Except box. Except for
0: when Jackie was feeding it into his mouth. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't very much fun. I yeah, thought but, the artist hard. held everything that the doctor needed within
3: it. That's true. <laughs> um, it's
2: bigger but, on the inside, Bra- ladies. <laughs>
3: Bradley. Uh, <laughs> heavens. Uh, Bra- about your butthole. Yep, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> we could only be
1: talking about his butthole. And it travels in time.
3: <laughs> Bradley, why don't you tell us about one of your books this week instead of my butthole?
1: I, I had a, a fair bit of books, didn't I?
3: I think you had two and books. I you had two
1: books. Did I? I did. A, oh, because I, I, I read
3: something we'll you, talk about Yeah, you may have read more, than, but than as later, far as but, the... Um,
1: yeah, did I only have Teen Titans and Superman? That's all you had, yes. So, know. Teen Titans, Bradley, how was it? Teen Titans was, was, was okay. It was a little schizophrenic this week. Felt like it, uh, it's still like good, and the stuff that's going on is like fairly awesome. But I feel like Tim Drake did like teleporting. He was a TARDIS in this, this issue. He, he, there was just like so much stuff in the book. It could have taken two books, which is weird because usually I'm like, okay, book, like do something. And in this, I was like, "Okay, book, like, chill out a little bit." <laughs> You're just talking to your 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 comic books. You have a dialogue. I'm, I do. Well, it's really talking to my phone, and you right. all know that you talk to your phone. You That's got us on that one acceptable. Yeah. yeah. So I win. Teen Titans was good, but it wasn't it wasn't as well paced as the first book. Mm. And um, you know, we were talking last week. Uh, Bobby was saying he was slightly disappointed. He wanted the Superboy uh, book to go places. Yeah. um, And and I had, had said that, you know, I got a tease in Teen Titans 1 that Superboy was coming. He was in one panel. Oh, yeah? Like, one, it was like a picture of him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He was like, oh, I've got to find this Red Robin and Wonder Girl. And, like, you, the next panel is the scientist being like, what is he going to do with his crazy mind powers? And that was it.
2: He does have crazy mind powers.
1: But it's that, true. that was like the whole, the whole tease of the first issue was. a next issue Superboy. Yeah. So I was like, that's a crock.
2: Yeah. That's how I felt about Superboy too, a little bit too.
1: Yeah. It was a little, that, that, that tease follow through was kind of a crock. And mm-hmm. like the tease of this one is like next week we meet the last teen Titan. And I was like, yeah, I'll believe that when I see it.
2: <laughs> they didn't reveal now, the identity of the kid flash though. Right.
1: They do in the first one. Oh, they do? Yeah, he's like the prologue of the first one.
2: I know, but I didn't think, I didn't know the, the, they revealed his name. I forgot. The, I oh, know.
1: I feel like they, they do in his like inner dialogue. Gotcha. I don't know. He's Kid Flash to me, though. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know what his name is. So they, I know they, that's so terrible. It's entirely possible that like they have a, not revealed it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> entirely I don't know. Possible. I don't remember. Well, sure. because the thing was, was it going to be Bart Allen? Was it going to be Wally West? Right. So, but anyway. Um, I didn't
1: invest that much for much thinking
3: about <laughs> okay <laughs> brian well i i also had a very light week so i'll talk about the the poop first i had the the savage Hawkman number two all right and that book is not good <laughs> uh the first issue was very hard to understand uh nothing really made any sense and it wasn't written very well the second issue we get a better idea of who's who and 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 what's going on however i don't like anybody and and nobody's good at their job nobody's sympathetic it's just it's just a, it's a bunch of annoying people and and uh it's not any fun to read at all what's what's funny the fact that you are darth vader ing <laughs> yeah, yourself you into like the microphone darth vader right now. Uh, i have the microphone in my nostril okay yeah we can tell <laughs> <laughs> It was actually <laughs> in my nostrils. I like, how, I like how you're like, hey, wait, what's going on? Why are you guys laughing at me? Yeah, I no, know. I just I hear did laughter it. in the background. I did that thing. like, who
1: said something funny? I'm on the outside of the joke.
3: No, no you, are. you are. No, I joke. was the joke. <laughs> but yeah, Savage man. But... Uh, Tony S. Daniel writing it. It's just, it's just not good, and I don't care. It's a uh, it's, it's a tough book to read.
2: I think the cover's badass though. yeah, the
3: the title. The title is, is inverted. Yeah. in itself, and the
2: covers are all pretty badass.
3: Yeah, the both covers have been, have been cool and yeah, and the, and the art is is interesting too. Like, there's no, it's not that it's bad art. It's just I don't have any connection to the characters at all. It it just it bothers me. So gotcha. We shall see next month if they can turn it around.
2: Steve A Linga Ding Dong. What's your
0: book, first book? Whoa.
3: It actually said he has I a Vampire. hello. My name is <laughs> Steve A Linga Ding Dong.
0: Uh, let's talk about I Vampire number two. Uh, I really dug the first book. I thought it was uh, gorgeous art, good story, good setup. Book number two kind of stays a little bit where the first one was. Like it doesn't push things along very much it's uh more of the the impending doom and gloom of Mm -hmm. of the of the plot but not really pushing it forward that much uh i love the book i love the art i love the the language of it i love the dynamic between the two main characters you have mary the queen of blood and i believe his name is andrew uh our two main characters they play off of each other really well and the drawings and the beasts and the blood and the the action is all solid Mm -hmm. but I really I want the story to start moving Mm -hmm. you know I want to I want to get into why like what happened why is everything as bad as it is like I haven't seen a human being at all Mm -hmm. so how did everybody die right so um but beyond that I mean if you like the first one it's really like a part two of the first issue so they go hand in hand with one another. I just I want to see a little bit more progression of story next time. So it doesn't deliver on that whole
2: we let our world be inherited by aliens and you know Amazonians and men in suits. Like they don't pay off any of the superhero stuff. Not uh, yet. yet?
0: Okay. They hint they hint again at at something that there eventually is going to be a crossover or at least you know somebody's going to show up and try to intervene with all of this stuff. But uh, no, they haven't. Um, And it's, you know, it's a shame because when that happens, the art style, it's going to be really easy. I mean, not easy. Uh, It's going to be really cool to see how those heroes, whoever does intermingle with this world, how they're drawn and Mm -hmm. how they react because it's a very gothic, very dark and destroyed world that this book is set in and to like see like Superman or something fly into that would just be very strange and I'd be very curious to see how they would pull it off. I'm not in Kansas anymore. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, you know, I'm sticking with it. Like I said, the, the art and the writing keeps me interested. I just really, I, I want to like, I want to get a move on. Mm -hmm. So still, still very good. It's been a fair complaint with a lot of the number twos, I think. Yeah. Well, I I have another book that is kind of, again, like a a part two of the first issue that they don't really push the story. They just set up more of what they've already talked about. Mm -hmm. What book is that? Yeah. What book is that? Uh, I'll jump right into it. Voodoo, number two. Uh, this book was a huge disappointment. Not that I was too crazy about the first issue, but at least at the end of the first issue, they had promised you with some strangeness that might occur, and the whole alien being able to morph into it to look like another human being is a really cool plot device. You could do a lot with it. And in this issue, I we spent the entire time in someone's bed, like, talking after being intimate, and they're in the bathroom, and it was just, like, that was the majority of the book, that was, like, 16 pages of the book, it was just boring conversation, establishing things that we already learned in the first book, and just what they do in the end hardly saves it, with the exception of the last panel, which I'm not going to reveal, but somebody very, very major and somebody very out of left field shows up and is like, ha-ha, I'm here to deal with you. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe... Oh, you're taking a look at I'm it. I'm looking at it. Keep talking. All right. It, now... You know, maybe maybe something cool. Oh, they're excited. Maybe <laughs> something. Now you. Have to... <laughs> <laughs> all right, can I say it? Yeah, you can yeah, say, you can say it. it. I'm gonna say it.
2: spoilers for the end of Voodoo.
0: Green Lantern, correct? Yeah. Yes. Kyle Rayner. Yeah. Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern. Kyle yeah. Rayner, Green Lantern shows up in the very last panel, and I guess because Green Lantern. Yes. And she's an alien and she's, you know, she's not supposed to be there. So I guess he's showing up as kind of like the interstellar the INS. to the police. <laughs> Space and cop. And it's like, yeah. you're being deported back to whatever planet you came from. Mm-hmm. And at least now she's not just roaming around playing, you know, lover or cop. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't even learn anything in this, in this book. It was maybe like one little thing, and she already knew that. Right. So, so why did I read 16 pages of, like, pillow talk? Mm-hmm. So uh, thumbs down for, for Voodoo. But with the promise of Green Lantern showing up, maybe this they- First hour and a
3: half is really bad.
0: The first no, everything is I was really like, bad, I dude. not they in that building at all? It's twenty five minutes of Sam Witwicky looking for a fucking job.
3: <laughs> Seriously. No, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And the most right. bizarre but of bizarre, bizarre The last, the last John hour, the, I think
1: the tone—it's well, horrible. In a career just, of utter randomness.
0: And what the fuck is with everybody living through these things? These guys, uh, Tyrese, right. fucking skating along a building. And falling, somebody, that one guy falls out of the, ah! and they're all like, "Grab on!"
3: Fuck that, man. Uh, I I love the last hour. There really needs did. to be some. All right, sacrifices we had some technical
2: difficulties, but now we're back. Oh. Are, are
3: all fired have up. Have you been
2: recording? Yes. Nice poop of the moon. That's what happens when microphones uh, go down. Uh, talking comics, arguments about Transformers three break out, and you heard a little bit of it. Um, so Steve, voodoo. No.
3: You're done. (laughs)
0: Poop of the moon. (laughs) We're not talking. Um, it was, it was, it was meh. The, the, let's, let's hope that the final panel of the Green Lantern, Mm -hmm. uh, saves the next issue because if not, it'll probably be getting the, uh, stamp of poop and going in the pile of no. (laughs) The stamp of poop. Yes. All right. So. It's
1: coming.
2: It's coming. (laughs) I'll uh I'll piggyback off of that and talk about Green Lantern: New Guardians really quick, um, starring Mr. Kyle Rayner. It's a good, it's a good segue. Yeah. Uh. So I really liked New Guardians last week. I liked the whole Kyle Rayner as kind of put upon action hero, like a John McClane or Nathan Drake kind of character. Um. And I like the idea of all these rings, like finding him and having to figure out what the hell is going on. This book, much like you talk about voodoo, it felt like. Twenty-one pages of story. Sorry, twenty-one pages of nothing for one moment. It, it felt like we have. We probably have about five pages the total of total.
1: Opposite is what I meant. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> it was <laughs> like, like
2: with Steve meant. I meant like there's just one thing, saying. one thing at the end, and they make a whole story about revealing one moment. Yeah, it's like blah 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 blah. Ta-da! Yeah. Um, it feels like a second part of of a two part series, even though it's not. Um, it feels like. It it's it takes place right where the first issue uh, leaves off, and then there's like this um this fight that happens, which is nothing. It's a waste of pages. And then there's a tr- and then most of it's a trip that Kyle Rayner takes to Oa with okay. another Lantern, and then crazy stuff happens on Oa. But it feels like that should have been the beginning of the issue, you know. Um, so it it was still fun. I still really like the the Kyle Rayner character i like the whole this is a bad idea thing when it comes to action heroes um but the story around him is not serving him very okay. well at all um i had a lot of books this week so i'm gonna cover two right now because i we, had...
0: can we just read animal man three now
2: yeah i want to re- yes i want it in my eye holes right now um justice league dark which kind of uh goes off of a little bit of the the kind of dark world which you talking about in i vampire is kind of a be- beguiling sort of mysterious book. Uh, that is really, really cool. And it's got a lot of neat action. Neat. It's neat. Uh, (laughs) Neato. (laughs) uh, It's swell. It it couldn't be less like that word, though. It's all dark and uh, very macabre and and very cool. And the character roster, we're we're uh, um, setting up all these different characters, and they're so different and they're they're so unique that I can't even imagine what it's going to be about when they come together, how they're going to react to each other. So... I am very much looking forward uh, to seeing that happen, and it's a, just a great book. It's a great book. So, uh, Brad, uh, why don't you talk about Superman?
1: So, uh, Superman number two it is strange in that it's a character that I super love, and I didn't mean to say super love because that was really
3: cheesy. We're gonna we're gonna let it go. It's gonna be okay. Um,
1: it, I I also just don't care. I don't know. Like I can see like they're trying to move certain pieces into place. But again, it felt like a monster of the week kind of thing. This monster was cooler than the first monster, because I felt like Superman in the first issue was, was fighting like the Fire Beast in Fantasia, like it was a little bizarre. But this one was bizarre in that the like weird third-person narration is gone, but uh, Superman's narration throughout is just as terrible as the third-person omniscient narrator in the first one. And then you find out that he's like. Rec- himself at the Fortress of Solitude at the end, like relaying, like, he's telling this somber story. I'm like, who the fuck is this for? I just didn't, I didn't understand what? it makes, it makes such strange, bizarre choices and it doesn't, it, it, does, it just doesn't come off well, like Superman talking about his conquests, but at any rate, the monster is cool because um, Superman can't see it, but everyone else can and like that's something you don't always see in a superman book and like maybe i'm wrong but i haven't read a superman book where that was the case and it turned out that like the cameras that everyone was filming him with were his like eyes and he flew into like i guess saying it out loud sounds totally stupid but he flew into an electronic store and fought the monster there with all the like cameras around <laughs> it total. It sounds so stupid to well, say out loud. I didn't
3: think it would, but it did. Well, you know, you, I mean, it's one of those things where if you if you're trying to catch up on a book and you like, hey, I wonder what's been going on with I don't know Green Lantern the last few years, and you look up Wikipedia and Green Lantern and read this synopsis of the stories you've missed out loud. It sounds ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's, it's totally like ridiculous. I can't believe I enjoy this stuff because it's something like like, like, like a, a child's game, right? You know, but th- th- when they tell the stories and they work on paper, you you said um there's some sort of like narration thing do, do they like conclude the story into or is there? Is there no, a cliffhanger? just like
1: it, it's kind of like the episode isn't narr- no it's like him telling a
3: story to his computer kids when i met your mother you, you, like it, it was just so weird
1: it was weird it didn't make sense to me <laughs> okay. but like they're apparently like the both of the monsters have like spoken this gibberish Or it sounds like gibberish to everybody, but Superman swears he hears the word Krypton uttered by one of by both of them at some point. So there's clearly someone like trying to attack Superman, and it's going to tie into something like from Krypton, like it usually does. And and that's going to be like I just feel like there's nothing special about this. The things that they put on, like Superman series, did someone just I am (laughs) you? Like a. Am sorry, nope. <laughs> I heard an aim. I am at mm-hmm. any rate. Um, it's just not uh, for as creative and and explosive as Action Comics number one and two have been. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. this is is I, I don't understand why it exists, considering how good the first one is. It doesn't justify its existence to me. Gotcha. So uh, okay. it it it's a like hanging on the ropes like i'll probably like keep reading it after the third one considering every every week three i only have two books so it's not like it's <laughs> killing me to read it or anything right yeah but it, it's not with much gusto
2: that's disappointing it is say.
1: disappointing it's
2: one of the biggest considering books. how good of the it's batman true.
1: book all of the batman books are or like a most of the batman related books mm-hmm
3: I mean, there's the... He's red, in every book. There, he's, in every, he's in every book. <laughs> he's in probably 19 of the 52. But,
1: yeah, it's like that Superman only really has, like, the two, and there is Superboy and Supergirl, but mm-hmm. is Superman in them the same way that Batman's in all of the other books?
2: He's in Supergirl, kind of the way that he, that he's in the other books, but he's not in Superboy at all. Okay. At least not okay. yet.
1: No, I
3: haven't heard any mention of Superboy. no yeah. And there's, you know, the Justice League book as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Right. Well, yeah.
1: But you expect it. the kind of. That Sup- you know. That's that. Sure. That Superman is way closer akin to action comics. He's also in Swamp Thing. Yeah, that's true. He makes an, he makes a really ugly appearance in Swamp Thing. Keep harping on the way he looks in the Swamp Thing. And he just is like a block. It's, figure. it's the first He's time like we heard a, it. Like a Pixar like <laughs> sketch, like a storyboard. It's weird. <laughs>
3: at or, any rate. All right. At any rate. <laughs> if that's the worst thing you can say about it, then I guess we're going to move on. Oh, no. Swamp Thing is effing unbelievable. I can't wait to read the next a
2: Swamp yeah. Thing. Actually. That's, uh, I think that's next week. Or it's this week. week. I, b- I believe oh, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, Wednesday, It'll right?
1: Di- we'll discuss it next week. Probably.
2: We will, because I will be reading it as well as you.
1: On the internet radio.
2: It's true. On the internet radio. So um, I will talk about uh, Blackhawks
1: okay. next. Um,
2: Blackhawks is an interesting read uh, because it's really solid book. The action is really cool. It's got super neat GI Joe action going on. The characters are stereotypical and in, in, but they're still unique and interesting. Um and it's a really well put together comic, except I just don't care. It's the last book of the month I usually read. Um and both times and both times it's been good, just not yeah. uh amazing. You know? So it's been a it's been a weird experience because it's the only book that I disli- like that I dislike that I don't think is bad.
3: That you would recommend to to people if they liked a certain thing.
2: Yeah, but but I don't even know. I I kind of like this thing, and Mm -hmm. I'm just not into reading it. Right. So, it's it's definitely like read the review at talkingcomicbooks.com because I kind of go into it a little bit more there about what's going on, because it's definitely one of the things where it's like, read the text, because me saying I don't want to read it anymore does not mean that it's not a book that should be read. It just Mm -hmm. means that it's a book that I can't seem to get invested in.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, that's fair. I think.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it's fair, too. It's just it's just weird. It usually is not what happens with me with stuff like that. Usually, even if it's good and I don't like it, I don't see it for being good and not liking it. I just see it as something that's not good.
1: Sure. No, I it's understand good. what you mean. Like, the
3: wire. It's the wire.
2: It's not. That's a weird comparison. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I mean, the wire is very G.I. Joe-like. Yes. It's very and crazy. it's action. Yeah.
1: No, I can recognize that the wire is, is allegedly excellent, but it just doesn't do it for me. Right. Right, right, I gotcha.
0: Um so Steve, what's next on your docket? Uh I have the Fury of Firestorm and the longest title in the new fifty two. <laughs> book of the week. Number two. Right? Book of the week? Yeah, book of the week. Uh I don't like Firestorm. I hate it, in fact. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> um it's it's another it's another issue, like I said, that it's it's a part two of part one. Um Probably what I don't... I I didn't like it to begin with, and I like it even less now, because we've actually learned something that, to me, is really stupid. Mm -hmm. I love Um, when that happens. (laughs) Yeah. Well, apparently, when the the boy... The two boys, when they're these separate uh, entities of the Firestorm, which is basically a nuclear explosion trapped within a superhero, or if he's a villain, I don't know, but when they're separate they have like a consciousness and they're actually they're actively participating in the combat they're doing things but when they're the giant firestorm when they're the the thing it's like being john malkovich they're completely trapped behind the eyes and sitting in this like negative space made of like pink tissue with nothing to do but bitch at one another and continue I'm going to say it again, the the black-on-white squabbling and the whole class, yo, know, you're a jock and I'm a science guy and, you know, you made my life hell in high school. But We can't put that aside, seeing as we're trapped in a nuclear explosion's <laughs> skull. And the girl that they're with, the girl's, like, totally cool with what's going on. She nearly dies, like, three times. She's like, it's okay. It's all right. We're going to figure this out. I fucking hope so. <coughs> Anyway,
3: uh, well, who who's right, so? If they're both trapped, tell me what you really think. <laughs> if they're, it's bo-
0: not good. I'm reading several books beyond what we're assigned for for the the podcast, and it's just it's one of the worst ones. It's not entertaining. The time that they they spend on these conversations that bring the story absolutely nowhere. You could fill it with, like, cool fire effects and, and maybe even have the guy save some people or something, because right now he's just, like, raging out. Mm-hmm. Like somebody, like, like a, a, you know, somebody's boyfriend, they didn't go and pick up his creatine, and he co- goes there in the morning, <laughs> well, what would you do with it, woman? And he just uh, rages out. <laughs> it's so I, dumb.
3: I just have two things, Steve. You read bizarre books. What? You read people trapped really in, do <laughs> in, like, negative space <sighs> membranes,
2: the moon's trying to attack the world
0: and and it's stormwatch is so much better than yeah. firestorm. Oh my god. <laughs> I I I weep. I weep for firestorm. I don't <laughs> like it. I can't wait for the third issue so it could be like done. Um
1: I, I've loved when the books that I've hated from like page 1 just prove that they're worse and worse like with every passing page. Mhm. And I love that they don't. Re- ha- they some of them haven't redeemed themselves in the slightest. In issue two, that's and positive thing worse, too. that's a even
2: worse,
3: and it just
1: like rejustifies.
2: He's talking about Men of War.
3: I, oh, I know he is. I can't is. wait. I know he is. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, I've got i got Savage Hawkman that and Hawk and Dove, the Savage Hawk and Dove man. Yep. Um, Legion of Superheroes. <laughs> the Fury of Firestorm.
0: Why watch. are you holding Firestorm? You're gonna get cooties. So Firestorm. Anything more to say, Steve, about Firestorm? I can't wait for issue three. It's my most anticipated book so that I can read it and be done with it. Are you gonna burn it? No. No. I have I have special plans. We'll 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 discuss that at the uh when we make our cuts. Fair all right. enough. All right, fair enough. Uh
2: I'm gonna talk about um Aquaman number two, real quick. Uh Jeff John's. We all know I loved Aquaman number one. Loved it. Aquaman number two, I liked it. It's a good book. It's not a great book. It has that same issue where it's a seems like half a book's worth of story stretched to fit an entire book. and in fact, it's a pretty short book um, on top of that. Uh, it feels like a lot of filler to get to one moment at the end. And as much as I liked all of the kind of... you know, making fun of who Aquaman is in the perceived in the real world mm-hmm. or in their world, in this they kind of continue it a little bit in this book and I'm sure Jeff Johns wrote them probably very close to each other, but it feels because It's a month apart. It just, it doesn't feel as natural. doesn't feel as organic. And there's a moment where this cop is coming to get him because this huge like seaside disaster has happened. And then he stops to be like, Oh, but can you get there? Oh, is she Mrs. Aquaman? Is she Aquawoman? Like it's a, I'm like, would this cop really stop? To do this there's like there's a been a mass murder right in Boston. I think we should just get, get a move on sure you know um, but the art is still really cool, and the end is interesting. It's interesting that he does he's been trying to build Aquaman up very much, and then he gets to fight these villains, and they're kind of sea monsters, and he doesn't know what they are, so that's cool. I, I thought that Aquaman doesn't know who what something is, but I don't know like'm it's still a very good book, and I'm still going to keep reading it, but it's just this. Issue did not make me happy like the first issue did. Okay. Steve.
1: We've also had a month to talk about, you know, like the perception then of, of Aquaman in today's society. And like, you know, we've talked at length about it. I, I understand you wanting it to like go beyond that
2: already. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's kind of exactly what it was. It just felt like it was spinning its wheels instead of moving right. forward with the story that I liked so much that it started out with.
0: Right. Yeah. Steve. Uh my last book of this week is uh Batman the Dark Knight number two. Um, I think that we'd all agreed that Batman Dark Knight number one was probably the weakest of the new Batman books. I know that we all really like the self titled Batman book. And uh yeah. but in the case of this one, they really, really built onto the plot. It was kind of the uh the equivalent of somebody turning their stereo up to eleven on the crisis situation i was under the impression that at the end of the last book um that two-face had been injected with uh venom and that's like two-face is gonna be the villain it turns out in this book that there's been somebody pretty much uh, either working at or that broke into gotham and took 300 of the most dangerous inmates including all of the villains and came up with some kind of a strain of the fear toxin, mm-hmm. one of Scarecrow's deals. Okay. And basically removed all of the fear from the villains and injected them with the venom. Mm-hmm. So you get kind of this like cross hybrid of all of these villains who are already murderous psychopaths having all their emotions removed and then beefing them up with venom so that they're all like super strong and and can you know do things that they wouldn't normally be able to do um and everybody like everybody's got it so there's going to be a lot of really cool uh like beatdowns and uh people showing up out of nowhere and uh they have a a pretty nice final page that uh like you're you're really happy to to see somebody's now in the game and things are going to get really cool
2: nice do they hint at at all who the person is who did all these things all these
0: villains or? No. They don't? No. They have no idea. They don't know if it was if it was Scarecrow himself or somebody that might have stolen his work and worked it on their own. They don't know if uh, they're, they're investigating a few people but there's absolutely no like indication as to who it might be. They, they hate to think that it would be somebody from within Arkham because mm-hmm. you know everybody's supposed to be so checked out before they yeah. go there so they're like it couldn't possibly and Batman's like I'm not so sure,
2: yeah. Because what we learned is that the public officials of Gotham City are beyond reproach. <laughs> in yeah. Most other Batman yeah. media, <laughs> and yeah. not slimy to the slimy to the core. Uh, but so big improvement over
0: last month for you. i th- I've personally thought it was a huge improvement. Um, oh another another thing. Um, towards the middle of the book, like every evidently, Batman's made some bat calls while we were away from issue one to issue two because everyone that works beside him uh shows up and is is like this is like a widespread thing like it's not just in Gotham it's kind of they they're getting places very fast and other characters are having to deal with these villains in other places and they're all very busy with so many of them out like this is bound to be some real carnage that happens even if they're able to take down all of the major players there's still so many people that got out that are Un- un- uncontrollable so i don't know I, it, it went it went from being okay to being really cool and having having some major potential if they continue to move at this fast pace i felt like it was the, the only book that i read this week that really got a lot done within its issue like it moved us along to the point where we're actually excited we're not just learning more about what we already knew mm-hmm. you know sure. so that's great cool, that's you know? great Um, my
2: last book that I had to review was, uh, Flash number two and it was, last month I was not super psyched about, uh, Flash number one. I was kind of really disappointed by it and being my favorite character, he is, you know, not, uh, it's disappointing to me that it it was not an issue I loved. However, issue number two gets rid of all the problems I had with issue one. I didn't like Barry Allen in issue one. I, I think he's great in this. I've read a lot of flash books where I feel like I'm watching the flash running around in this. There are sequences of frames that make me feel like I am the flash And that he's doing. He kind of unlocks a new power. And that's one of the other things that was interesting to me because one thing I didn't like about the first one, was because it wasn't an origin story because it wasn't framed in a particular way. There's no sense of discovery in flash. Number one, there's f- discovery all over the place. And um in issue number 2 and it's basically because he's learning to kind of enhance his powers. And the way that's shown, I mean there's probably no less than 20 panels uh on on, on on in this sequence of pages and uh just a great book. Uh Barry is now interesting. You know, it really shows off his detective work, which I think is great and I can't wait to read issue 3.
3: That's awesome. Uh I liked it as well. I thought I, I oh, agree right. with everything that you said about it. it there's 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 a kinetic energy going on throughout it in, in, in the art and the script was really good it flew by too no pun intended
2: yeah um so brad uh so there's a, some of the number ones that started this week uh in the marvel world there's um x-men regenesis uh wolverine and the x-men and then there's incredible hulk number one which is a new volume incredible Hulk taking place after fear itself so i thought like uh we try to jump on to one of those books uh brad and i both read the incredible hulk Number one.
1: It was a good idea in theory.
2: It was a good idea in theory, but why didn't it work out in practice, Bradley?
1: Well, I I just didn't I I felt like I went to a party that I didn't belong at. Like I just didn't understand what really what was going on. Like I was able to appreciate that there was some cool stuff and like there were some really awesome hero panels of the Hulk and this loincloth and little green people land in the mountain and and then I mean, are we talking spoilers here? I don't get too spoilery, no, but I don't, I don't think that's even a spoiler, because I, I think it's a spoiler yeah, to I us. Don't, I don't, yeah, it was a spoiler to us that Bruce Banner and the Hulk are two completely separate entities. Yeah. Like, they exist at the same time at different places. Bruce Banner's not the Hulk, like, and the Hulk is not Bruce Banner. How does that even happen?
2: I don't know. We missed a lot of continuity.
1: We missed a lot, and like that's, you know, I I guess, like, that's my fault. Clearly, but yeah.
0: <laughs> um, something like that actually happened in one of the Hulk animated films, the um, Hulk versus Thor. That oh I didn't see,
1: that was like, of course, the one Marvel animated movie. I yeah, heard.
0: one of the like, the the Asgardians, um, kind of they put a spell on him and they removed the the Hulk from him, and the Hulk kind of like came together as its own its own beast, its own entity, and you know, Banner was left to kind of just be the wuss. That they mm-hmm. make him out to be when he's not the Hulk. So I don't know, got gotcha. uh, something like
1: well, that. The whole point is that like Bruce is trying to recreate the Hulk, like in some kind of crazed power trip, and he has this like army of, of like jungle creatures that he's like intellectualized, like pl- r- like Rise of the Planet of the Apes style, except they speak like the whole time.
2: Right. Yeah. It's
1: just kind of strange and I felt like I felt like I didn't belong to it like cuz I hadn't read um what was it fear um fear itself fear itself Yeah, totally lost.
2: Yeah, well, I felt like what I, it was funny, it was kind of like watching a really well-made foreign movie but with no subtitles. Exactly. I was like I appreciate this. It's really good, but I have no idea what's going on. Exactly. It it looked really really great and I appreciated some of the kind of hero Hulk moments that we got, and his sort of like hobo Hulk look with the beard and stuff they had going on.
1: Yeah, I thought he looked really cool. Yeah,
2: but no, I I it was I had the same opinion you did. I just I didn't couldn't understand anything that was happening.
1: Yeah, so Bobby Bobby called and asked me to review it, and so I read it, and I called him and I was like, I don't know if I can review this because <laughs> it, it's it's very if you if you have caught up with the Hulk, if you know what's going on with the Hulk, I say absolutely read it. Cause there's some great stuff in it and the art is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we, we keep saying like, there's, there's just some really cool looking shots, especially of the Hulk. Mm-hmm. And he fights this monster and it's like a pretty emotional, like end to the scene. Like it's the Hulk is like a cool character. I, I enjoy him very much, but it, I don't, I don't, I didn't understand what the hell was going on. <laughs> and right. uh, you read X-Men. I did read yeah.
2: X-Men and, and understood more what was going on because I had read the Regenesis a book that came out uh, a yeah. uh, couple weeks before it. But here's the thing, even, they does a pretty good job of being like, this is this person, this is that person. And because it knows it's number one, you know, all these characters, but still it's, all I get from it is, wow, there's a lot of X-Men that I don't know. You, you know, not even like, they're yeah. not even characters I know. I don't even know they existed. You know, so, I, I it's hard for me to get emotional attachment. The book is written well. It's a very wordy book. It's a lot of words in the book. It took a long time to read. Um, not that it's a bad thing. It was also a long book. Um, it's not like that's a bad thing, but it was just, it was kind of balancing this silliness uh, with the fact that Logan is now running the uh, the a school. He restarted the school, actually. Now it's the Jean Grey uh, School for Mutants. Um, but, and then... and. You know, everything they're having specters coming and everything's going wrong. And then there's a rather serious thing that happens in where we kind of get introduction back into who the main villain is going to be and such. And all very good. It was a little overwhelming for me, so I don't know if I'm going to keep going. That's kind of my takeaway from it. Um, But we forgot one more DC book. Uh, Brian, you uh, read All-Star Western.
3: Yeah, num- uh, it's...
2: what you loved last month.
3: I did love it last month. I think you know, it's between this and Batgirl for my favorite of, of the New 52 that I've read, which is probably somewhere around... 22 or 23 books, but all-star Western is just like so much fun. It's, it's, it's like a movie. It's, it's drawn in a very kind of old style. There's a lot of sepia tone going on. And Jonah Hex is just awesome. (laughs) You know, and he's one, he's one of those characters. He's one of the the rare characters where they write him the way he talks. Like he says a H and it means I, Mm -hmm. you know, I thought you might want, (laughs) you know, that sort of thing. But there, just like in the Flash book, there's this uh, just cavalcade of panels of this, of this shootout, and there's no dialogue. And it's it just, it just so fast, and you, and you get what's going on. I feel like I'm watching it unfold in real time when I'm just watching a couple pictures on a page. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but so much happens. It is one of the longer books um, because it does have the $4 cover price.
0: Right. Can I interject? Sure. I thought it was really short. I it was really short. Really? Yeah. Like, what was the deal? It seemed like less than half the book was All Star Western, and then all of a sudden they had like a preview. Yeah, there
3: was a little tag thing in there, but I didn't think there were really many ads during. No, I'm not the main even talking book.
0: about ads. I'm talking about, well, there were ads, but also right. um, at the end of the book, they had, I guess, the, the Batman Noel thing again. And then, oh, maybe you didn't see that. Did you read it online? Or?
3: I didn't know. No, I, no I, I didn't read the tag part. I didn't read like, the, the the bonus story.
0: All right. So yeah, so that's my, that's my point, is that with that story, it almost felt like they were giving you a little bit of story for All uh-huh. Star Western, and then they kind of halved the book, and they gave you two parts of something completely mm-hmm. different.
3: Well, I, I mean, I, I think with all the things they got done in that issue, with where they went, and who they saw, and who came after them, and how, how we kind of went from back and forth between the villains, and I, I, I thought a ton was packed in.
0: But we didn't get to any of the suspects.
3: No, but it's 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 an arc. Yeah. It's an arc and and we'll we'll get there. Again, same thing with DCU presents. Like I don't know if they're supposed to be 3-issue arcs or 5-issue arcs or 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 what, mm-hmm. but it'll definitely go to a third with uh the Jonah Hex and Amadeus Arkham characters. But it's it's, it's just so much fun and it looks amazing as far as um especially getting the time and place, you know, right um, with those characters so it's I, I can't recommend it enough
2: right um cool that's awesome I'm, yeah. li- I'm that's cool you liked it so much um so um same the same, Steve you had other books right that you read that you wanted to talk about
0: um I'll just make a, a quick mention of uh this thing that I picked up uh Marvel actually has a uh kind of a Wizard of Oz series that they've been running for quite a while um, they tend to do it in about like five eight book spurts, and this one that they just started called Dorothy and the Wizard in Oz, is uh, I believe it's a eight parter, and the first two issues have come out, and I think personally that it's just awesome. Um, I'm absolutely in love with the art style. It's uh, very like, very thin lines. You get lots and lots of fine detail. Uh, the characters in the book are so bizarre that the the way that they speak the things that they do uh there are these people that are actually made out of vegetables and you can you can actually slice them in half and then plant them and they'll grow into more people and uh you're running around in the balloon with uh with you know the wizard of oz himself and instead of a dog you get a it's it's cool. Animals talk. It's lots of fantasy, but it's it's written really, really well. It's super, super colorful. Um, at only eight issues, I'm I'm really curious to see what kind of story that they're going to tell. Um, I love this kind of stuff the the fantasy and the the fairy tales and whatnot. So, who's writing it? Um, let's see. Who do we got? We got uh Schanauer and Young and some French dude. I'd have to open it up.
3: I'd no, it's, it, have... it says that it says <laughs> and, and some French dude <laughs> some on French, on the front yes. cover.
0: No, I don't have the book
3: open. No problem.
0: But it's a wonderful, wonderful book. Uh, Definitely check it out. Marvel puts it out. Uh, There are quite a lot of these, but it's very easy to jump in at a number one uh, on this one. So as long as you know who Dorothy is, you'll be fine. Okay.
2: Cool. All right. So speaking of fantasy tales and fairy tales, Brad, The Walking Dead. We had uh, episode three this past weekend.
1: We haven't even discussed it. Even, like, privately amongst ourselves. We
2: have not. No, we have not.
1: So this is going
3: to... I wonder what we're going to say.
1: Anything can happen. Anything can happen. So, um... I Brian think, hasn't seen it.
3: <laughs> so that's quite literal.
1: <laughs> what did you do last night? I know what he did last night. <laughs> <But> he hasn't
2: <laughs> watched last week yet either, though. What?
3: I don't have a DVR. I don't. Doesn't the internet exist? <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's not right, Bradley. It's illegal. Plus, I'll get no. caught. No, no,
2: trust me, I'll get caught. He means like iTunes or something.
3: Oh right.
1: I have yeah, there are legal ways to watch it. Like,
3: is yes. it on Hulu?
2: Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. At any rate, at any rate,
1: it may have been the best hour of The Walking Dead. I think, if not since the series beginning, the pilot episode, oh maybe God. even ever. I totally disagree.
2: Oh with really? God. I agree with Brad. I thought it was amazing.
1: I, I thought I didn't it like it. Had some amazing performances in it. I thought the whole like twist at the end was like really well done. Yeah. And I, I like because you know, like I had it figured out about halfway through. Spoiler alert.
2: No 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 no! Don't spoil the end.
1: It's not a spoiling the end at all. Like I'm spoiling. No. All right. I won't say it. I don't think it's a spoiler but i really don't the 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 opening the prologue of shane shaving his head yes i had figured out where that takes place in the storyline about midway through okay and the like payoff of like i was right on where it stood but the the emotions behind that first scene as they play out in the story i think are really well done
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um i think that um again like i really liked laurie grimes a whole lot in this in this episode i almost called it an issue we're always calling the uh, the books episodes it's <laughs> true um like so good i thought she was super good and I thought it would have been crazy if the kid died, like, in that episode, or, like, they let him die or whatever. Because, like, amongst a comic book audience, you accept that a lot differently than I think, like, you know, your mom would, would accept it. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like a, a a common audience, I guess. Yeah,
2: yeah. I I see what you're saying. Steve has uh, <laughs> been shaking his head the whole time you've been talking.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, go. Go ahead, go, Steve. Steve. Um there were aspects of it that I did enjoy. Uh I did like it's so hard to talk about it without doing spoilers. I mean though. when Rick and Shane both died was obviously yeah. a great moment. <laughs> no, I mean there don't get me wrong, there were there were parts of it that I that I did enjoy, but I have to be honest, there were there were scenes in it that I think were supposed to be impressive and were supposed to be emotionally powerful that just kind of bored me. Like I I didn't I love the stuff with Shane and Otis. That's when I was at the most attention. Um, Oh, I
1: love the stuff with Rick and Lori.
0: See, I didn't like you. Lori, to me, I really dug her in the beginning. As she's going along, I'm liking her less and less. I think it has a little bit to do with the actress, the way she looks. There's some faces that she makes that just creep me out, but...
1: Oh, I just think there's some faces where sometimes I want to smack her in the mouth.
0: Yeah, well, she's got this like weird, like, bitch. like no. She's got this weird like 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 uh I don't know, like baby bird looking big eyes, kind of sunken skull. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, she the the speech with um maybe Carl's laying in bed. He's he's dying. Should we let him die? Yes mm. or no? I never believed for 1 second while she was giving this like five minute long dialogue, I didn't believe for one second that she would let that oh, kid just I die. I totally did. I didn't at all. Totally, I didn't did. at all. She, got, she the whole entire time she's been freaking out and yelling and and doing her thing, her mother thing, which I get. And then she's like, "Well, maybe we should just give up and we should just let him die." And I'm just like, "What? Mm. No!" And th- I feel like it again. We said last week that things are kind of taking a little while; that they're still on the highway. I understand that this was probably an episode where it was the evening of where we left off, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I'm, it was totally the evening. I know. I just I don't need Glenn's struggle with his faith. We get another scene of him. Like I don't need to go through each character. I'm all for people having you know religious beliefs and whatnot, but. I don't need to investigate every character's look into their faith. I don't need Glenn praying on a porch to be saved through conversation by Maggie. I just I just don't need it. Mm-hmm. There's plenty with those characters coming up where that takes five minutes away from, you know, stuff that, that could have maybe, I don't know, talk about going to get the little girl. Just formulate a plan. Like, let's see some action to... to I don't know to get the ball rolling again. There um, was
1: lots of action in
0: it. with Shane and Otis. Yes, there was.
1: The, yeah, and that fulfilled the like action quota. There was also a, a fairly intense moment with uh with Sawyer and Sawyer. And yeah, that's what I call him. Oh.
3: <laughs> who who's Shane? No, no, Daryl. Norman Norman Reedus. Who who I have come to love
0: the actor. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. I think yeah.
1: he's awesome and I like love his character. And I thought their little like walk in the woods and that zombie was crazy.
2: Yeah. I thought no, that, that was cool. Was crazy. Yeah. I just. So
1: I like the character moments. And, and for once, it's not like, hey, little Asian boy, go run through the vents because you're the only one who fits.
0: I know I just it was the first episode that I'd seen where I like I don't like it when people like there aren't enough zombies like I really dug the zombie portions and like I said the stuff with Shane the reveal at the end all very well delivered and very cool but it was the first time where I was sitting on my couch kind of like okay Rick is talking to Lori and it's the same questions you know I don't know what to do Uh, I'm trying to do my best and blah 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 and you know oh my god Pull up in the driveway, take 10 minutes, and get, get this kid back on his feet, and let's go out and find this girl, and let's either barricade the farm or move. I'm just saying, there's <laughs> so much more good stuff coming up that I don't understand why they're staying at this spot.
1: Because it's a dramatic television show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Bobby, um, what, I, do
1: th- what, cause, what do you think? Because Steve is making me more angry than last night's Dexter did.
2: <laughs> I am... uh. I love the episode. I think it's great. And it did a lot of things that I was hoping the show would be doing um, in the episode two. I understand what you're saying, Steve, about it staying in the same place. It, that's the function of this story, which I like this story. The fact that it keeps them in the same place isn't my favorite thing in the entire world as far as like uh, time
0: real estate in an in a episodic television show. How many more episodes are we going to spend with the RV stuck on the highway and them holding up in this house. However,
2: I did think all the stuff, like you said, with Shane and Otis was really great. And it, was, it had more force than most things do. And the twist at the end, I didn't expect at all. And it's a very different moment for the show. Because it's really the first time we see something like that, as far as that kind of character behavior, in front of us. You know, we know, I don't know we know about things beforehand that people have done that have been suspect, but there hasn't been a lot of like what look you know the way this came across. I'm dancing around it as much as I can. I feel like yet in the in the show.
1: Well, we we saw Shane in, at the the CDC.
2: Yeah, but that's I'm saying. With I'm saying that was a, he was drunk and you know whatever uh-huh. There's an excuse for what he did, but that's a very in the open action. You, you know, what we see now is a very kind of it's a, it's a big secret now that only one person is holding, you yeah. know, and I, I haven't seen that happen on the show yet, which I think
0: can make for some really interesting drama. I'm just yeah. I'm just wondering what they're going to be doing with Shane, because by his actions in this episode, I'm wondering if they're trying to turn him into like the group's monster that we already have like a major, major villain on the way. That if they're going to turn him into this i I can't even say it because we're not we're, we're not spoiling things, right. but um I just i I don't know if what happened at the end of the of the episode the reveal with him in that situation was entirely necessary maybe we can we can discuss that at another point time, but you seem to be speaking though from a prior knowledge of where the books are going to go yeah not, not talk- in this case, not in this case, but okay. I can't say it because we're not you spoiling kept things
1: saying to people. that like. That, that what's coming is crazy it
2: is <laughs> but the thing you're speaking from there you're speaking from like your knowledge of the books you know that so we, you don't even know if they're going down whatever avenue you're thinking of you, you know so i'm just saying so we'll have to see you know maybe this is necessary for the way the show is gonna go because i don't know how closely the show is gonna hew to the the comics as we go along you know what i mean um but i did find what was there to be really interesting and cool um I agree about something. wanting to slap uh, Mrs. Grimes in the face. I don't... Uh, but for me in this episode, it was more the... Uh, what's her name? The the, uh, the woman who wanted to die.
3: That's Lori Holden. Lori Holden, that's her real name. But I don't remember her, her character her name. her character name is.
2: Um, Alice? No. She's the one that... Uh, you who, know. Si-
3: whose sister, Emma Bell, dies. Still actress's name.
2: Yeah, and takes the gun away from her. And then, you know, that, that, that woman. Dale. Is that his name? No, the girl. No, oh. the, Yeah, no, Dale, the guy, but the girl. The woman who wants to die, people who are in Andrea, 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 yeah. Andrea <laughs> that's her name. That's her name. Found it in my brain. Uh, he, I can't, I can't take her whole story. It doesn't, doesn't fly to me. Her whole being mad at Dale because she wanted to die and he didn't let her thing. Like she can be angry at him, but I don't think it deserves screen time because it just. She seems like a petulant child to me. Mm-hmm uh and I, I don't want to deal with that
3: anymore. Well good to know that's still going on.
2: But I did really like the with Daryl and her, like their walk. Because I think he's great. He's one of my favorite characters on the show now. He
1: and out of nowhere, it's not that I ever thought that he was not like a a good character, but I had kind of written him off as like a like a bigoted redneck, I guess. Mm-hmm. And and I keep calling him Sawyer because you write Sawyer off like a couple episodes into Lost. And then he becomes like a like a superhero of the show, and I feel like you know with everyone else, like Rick is is tending to Carl, and and Shane is is at Zombie High. Like it, he is he is a logical person to like pick up the like I guess leadership mantle in their their stead, and I think he's doing like you know like Sawyer does, where you're like oh you kind of like run things a little bit better than Jack does, you know like things seem to be like okay and like i like his confidence when he's like you know on a zombie hunt and stuff he's just a cool character
2: yeah i, t- I totally agree um so I, I like this more than episode two uh, absolutely because episode two kind of let me down um so anything else anybody want to talk about oh captain america came out on blu-ray captain this week america came
3: out it's true it's beautiful i watched the 3d version yesterday and it was awesome yeah i can't really tell it's conversion so that's good i mean i'm not a big 3d like you have to see it in, in that, that way but it looked fine and uh the movie kicked just as much ass a uh, second time around for me
2: was there anything like special as far as 3d goes
3: no, no i mean a cu- couple times that you know the, 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 especially when he throws a shield and it gets caught in the door towards mm-hmm. the end mm-hmm. that was really awesome because it's like just sticking out mm-hmm. um but noth- nothing exceptional but it didn't look bad, and that that that's my problem with a lot of the three D is it doesn't look good. So, right. Um, but the movie is awesome. If you haven't seen it, please go out and check it out.
2: So, Brad, you got the Blu-ray? I did get the Blu-ray. It's beautiful, and you've watched it. I'm guessing uh, then.
3: Um, I watched it because my
2: phone was slim.
1: <laughs> but wanted um,
2: to know that it looks as a good transfer.
1: It is beautiful. Um, uh, you also get a really cool um the, the their uh. I've started the pattern of the one shots.
2: Yeah, the Marvel one shots with uh, Adam it, Coulson. It,
1: it's real cool. Did you watch it? Ben? I did not.
2: Oh, it's really cool. It's a cool. It's one. really cool. Yeah, it shows that Coulson isn't just like a
1: bumbling. That he's a shield agent. Yeah,
2: it's that he, yeah, he's not just cool. like a bumbling, but good with words. You know, you know, guy bureaucrat. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, Captain America is awesome. I haven't watched the movie yet. I have it, but I haven't watched the blu I Listen to some of the commentary with uh, Joe Johnston, and it was it was good. It's interesting. Um. So I think that's it for the show. All right. I mean, anything, anything uh, we about? will
1: we will shortly be talking about uh, Batman Arkham City in spoilery detail. We will
2: once I finish it.
1: <laughs> when Bobby gets his act together.
2: Yeah, when I get my act together, I have to get my act together because Uncharted comes out uh, tomorrow. tomorrow, and I can't buy it until I beat Batman. Because if I buy Uncharted, I'll never I'll never finish Batman. I'll just get on Uncharted, and then I'll and then Zelda will come out, and then it'll just be
0: Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be, I'll, I'll be out of time. We got a lot of games coming out this month. It's true.
2: There are a lot of games. And then Star Wars The Old Republic comes out in December. That's going to eat my life. It's going to eat my life.
3: If you want to check out the <laughs> blog, it's at <laughs> www.talkingcomicbooks.com. That's where we put up our reviews of all the new 52 and whatever, whatever other books we're reading week to week. You can also check us out um, at, ta- at Talking Comics on Twitter. That's the real-time way to communicate with us so please follow us if you're not at at talking comics on twitter also the uh, podcast is the comic book podcast which you're listening to right now you can get it on itunes or Zoom wherever you subscribe the podcast but please uh subscribe to it it'll make it easier for you never have to download it again just it'll happen automatically and please rate us and review us uh the more of those that we get the easier it is to be uh, more accessible to uh, to others out there. And lastly, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, anything you want to ask us about, please uh, info at talkingcomicbooks dot com is the email address, and we will respond or uh, bring up any emails that we have on the air uh, as uh, often as possible. So.
1: Yeah, basically, short of sticking your head out of the window at your house and yelling our
3: names, right? We will hear and respond to you. Exactly. That's uh, that's that's the long form and the short form version of how to get in touch with us.
2: Yeah. Um, Sam and Raj, I'm sorry again. You sent us emails and we haven't gotten to them because we've been running long these last couple episodes. But I promise, I promise, promise, promise. Next week, I'm gonna set aside time. And we're going to go over your emails with a fine tooth comb.
3: I'm going to be like, so in back number three, and you just get punched in the face. Exactly. And Bobby's going to read your emails out. Yeah.
2: That's probably but not what's going to happen today. You're, yeah, don't, don't you're do not going to be in the same room next, next week. Right,
3: right. That's true. I'm going to
2: punch you across the internet.
3: Just, Deep, just punch. Just delete me.
2: Off, oh, it's Skype? No, life. Oh. <laughs> Deep sleep. Backspace. All right. Gone. Goodbye goodbye <laughs> all right so that's it for the comic With book that. podcast <laughs> that's it for the comic book podcast this week for brad
3: hasta luego. brian hasta la vista
2: steve happy halloween everybody i'm bobby we'll catch you at the next issue
1: happy start of november uh, halloween You're wishing them like a happy past bradley